you get up early, Jeff Sloan has to get up early to host the pre-W Smith show. And that's what you are listening to now on 760 WJR. All right, you are listening to the pre-W Smith show indeed. Jeff Sloan along with Mark Pastoria, Chris Gajawa, Brian Morton. Listen, uh, it's a Friday morning, guys, and uh, we wanted to revisit a story that we covered a little while ago. I don't know, it was maybe uh, six months ago when we covered this story, and it's an important one. It really is. This is a story about plant-based meats replacing, or at least uh, cutting into some portion of the meat that we produce and consume every year. You know, it's an important industry. It's an important product sector for so many reasons. Pick your reason, you know, whether it's animal welfare, whether it's uh, sustainability and environmental impact of producing meat the way we do in this country and across the globe and the impact it has on the environment. So many reasons why this is a great idea. And as science got closer and closer and closer to being able to produce a, presumably anyway, as it was positioned and as it has been positioned, a product that really does resemble meat in many ways. In fact, even Burger King introduced its uh, replacement for the traditional hamburger-based patty uh, in the Whopper. What was an, an impossible? Uh, was that, impossible that was impossible Whopper. Bur- well, impossible Whopper, right. It was the impossible burger, all plant-based. And so there was this huge surge in interest because the product did get closer to tasting like meat. Closer, is it close enough? Is closer close enough? Well, apparently not, unfortunately. Uh, We did see a huge spike, a huge surge in sales in 2020. Sales of plant-based meats grew 45%, surpassing the billion-dollar mark for the first time in 2020. But since then, it's backed off significantly, dropping significantly. And really, I think the essential reason, and Kristen, I want to go to you on this, but the essential reason has been The taste still just isn't cutting it. Good isn't good enough. It does not resemble whatever meat does for us. It doesn't do it. What do you think? You guys buy it. I know as a family, you consume a lot of it. You like it. Yeah, we do. I mean, with trial and error, trust me. So we try to go vegetarian during the weeks of Lent. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing this for a few years now. And there are some of the products that are not great at all. But again, it's trial and error. I mean, you know, when you think about it, the original kind of plant-based meat or faux meat was the veggie burger. That was out in the 80s. And since then, I mean, dozens of of companies have started to create these plant-based meats. Yeah, let me Um, stop you for one second. mm -hmm. Now, that's interesting what you said. You said that the original replacement, and that that was the right way to say the original replacement for meat was a veggie burger, and that was like a, either a bean-based or some kind of veggie, yeah. vegetable-based. But that wasn't fake meat. You right. Know, that was a veggie burger. But that was the begin. That was like the yes, beginning of exactly the whole right. idea yes, of yes. this. Of this. Uh, yes. Of displacing meat was something right, fake else. Meat. Yeah, faux yes. meat. Mm-hmm. Now this, this though, we're talking about is a meat. 
look alike, taste right. like, you know, a yeah. substitute. Yep. And it's usually made with soy in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some absolute concerns because a lot of those fake meat products have incredibly high levels of sodium. And actually, if you go onto the Burger King website and you look at the Impossible Whopper, it actually gives you a, a warning that this contains more sodium than recommended. You know, so I think that as a consumer, have they perfected the science? No. Right. So that's interesting. You raise another interesting point, and that is that on the one hand, it's tailed off significantly because of the taste not meeting the discerning taste of those wanting to really find a suitable and desirable meat replacement. But it's also many people, you know, then there are those who want to do it because they want to be vegetarian, as you mentioned, for whatever reasons they want to, for all the reasons they want to. And then there is this notion that replacing meat with a plant-based product with a substitute is more healthy. Right. And as you just mentioned, when you look deeper into the data, it isn't. You know, it's like pick your poison. That's right. You know, I think that because it's still relatively a new science, a new industry, again, some are better than others. They're figuring out the science behind it. I mean, it's not it's not natural. It's not meat. Right, it's not right, coming right. from an animal. So, 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 so let me ask <laughs> yeah. you, for those who, and they may, you know, the, the articles we've referenced in order to present this story, really make a big case that taste hasn't just gotten there yet. Really, it hasn't. As close as it's gotten, it hasn't met, it hasn't crossed the threshold yet of where it needs to be. But again, you like it. Let me ask you of those, and I know you said trial and error, got to find the right one, but you have said you like it. So you found examples or, you know, products that you do like the taste of. Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, there are a few of the products that we we like better than other. I mean, there's, you know, like we actually like the Impossible Burger. And I uh-huh. use the word like loosely. Again, yeah. we're only doing it for the weeks of Lent. So we do like it. But why do we like it? Well, it's salty. Uh-huh. I mean, who doesn't like right. something that right. tastes right. a little right. more salty? And right. it's the way it's prepared, too. I mean, there's so many, you know, um, uh, cookbooks and things that are out on how to prepare this type of meat or how to prepare the faux chicken patties to incorporate them into a meal that once you've doctored it up with a lot of other things, right? It, the taste kind of is similar. Well, I mean, I mean even, it's, t- even take the Whopper. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Not that I eat them regularly. I did try the Impossible Burger once. I did not like it. But the fact is, you can hide that. You know, really, the patty, other than the kind of, as you say, the salty, maybe smoky kind of flavor of the burger, the rest of it's all about the sauce and the whatever else they put on those things. You're right. You're, as you say, you're hiding it. Uh, Yeah, you're hiding it. Yeah. You know, something else that's kind of a struggle, I think, for this industry is grocery store placement. So let's say I am interested in this product and I have found one that maybe I like more than others. It's not consistently located in the grocery store or in the market in the same place, which, as we know, doesn't help an industry at all. Yeah. If So if it's in the freezer section one time or it's over by the actual meat, you know, another time, it's confusing to a consumer. Out of sight, out of mind, right? That's right. And you can't find it. It is not easy to find. Um, Well, I'll tell you, it's an interesting industry. We'll be watching a lot of venture capital poured into this industry segment now. Lots, yes. Beyond meat, that stock now has fallen 75% in the last year. They've laid off 20% of its workforce. It's going to be interesting to see if they can rebound from this because once you try it and you say, I'm out, it's hard to uh, crank the old engine back up again, but it is, as we mentioned when we kicked off this discussion, an important product sector for lots of reasons. 
for me, more than anything, the environment, uh, certainly health and, uh, and animal welfare. You know, it's just uh, for all those reasons, let's hope they get this right. Listen, we'll know when we get there. You know what a bellwether will be when we know we're there. When we hear Sean Belegian talking about smoking his plant-based meat products, that's when that's when we know we've arrived. <laughs> what do you think, Anne? Yeah, Anne I Thomas think that's Jennings. true. Yes. I think that this is fascinating, too. I dabble in this a little bit. Uh-huh. And Dr. Joel Kahn from the Kahn Longevity Center, he's really into this. I mean, he thinks we should all be doing it. And you know what? It's not a bad idea, especially during Lent. Why not give it a try, right? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree, too. So, Anne, quickly, what do you have coming up in the next uh, hour, two or three? We've got a big interview coming up at 720, the governor. Governor Gretchen oh. Whitmer will be with Paul, and she's going to talk about what a terribly rough week this has Oof. been in the state of Michigan. Boy. So stay tuned for that. It will be a very interesting interview. She has been all over the place trying to help the families of the victims very good you guys covering the story so well as you always do cover the important issues and bring us the important voices we want to hear from uh, that all on the paul w show coming up right after news weather and traffic at the top of the hour looking forward to that stick with us right here on wjr